Good evening. This is the evening of Wednesday, January 29th, 2020. Our readings for this evening are Psalm 49 and the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verses 19 through 29. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before God. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins so that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O God, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Creator in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, creator, incarnate, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalm 49. Hear this, all you peoples. Give ear, all inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak wisdom. The meditation of my heart shall be understanding. I will incline my ear in a proverb. I will solve my riddle to the music of the harp. Why should I fear in times of trouble? when the iniquity of my persecutor surrounds me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of the abundance of their riches. Truly, no ransom, calls for, no ransom avails for one's life. There is no price one can give to God for it, for the ransom of life is costly and can never suffice, that one should live on forever and never see the grave. When we look at the wise, they die. 
fool and dolt doth perish together. And leave their wealth to others. Their graves are their homes forever. Their dwelling places to all generations. Though they named lands their own. Mortals cannot abide in their pomp. They are like the animals that perish. Such is the fate of the foolhardy. The end of those who are pleased with their lot. Like sheep they are appointed for Sheol. Death shall be their shepherd. Straight to the grave they descend. And their form shall waste away. Sheol shall be their home, but God will ransom my soul from the power of Sheol, for God will receive me. Do not be afraid when some become rich, when the wealth of their houses increases, for when they die they will carry nothing away. Their wealth will not go down after them, though in their lifetime they count themselves happy, for you are praised when you do well for yourself. They will go to the company of their ancestors who will never again see the light. Mortals cannot abide in their pomp. They are like the animals that perish. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For God has looked with favor on me. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is God's name. God has mercy on those who fear God in every generation. God has shown the strength of God's arm. God has scattered the proud in their conceit. God has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and the rich God has sent away empty. God has come to the help of God's servant Israel for God has remembered God's promise of mercy, the promise God made to our forebears, to Abraham and Sarah and their children forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our gracious Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, gracious Christ. John chapter 5, verses 19 through 29. Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Creator doing. For whatever the Creator does, the Son does likewise. The Creator loves the Son and shows him all that they themselves are doing. And they will show Christ the Son greater works than these, so that you will be astonished. Indeed, just as the Creator raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whomever he wishes. The Creator judges no one but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Creator. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Creator who sent him. Very truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment 
but has passed from death to life. Very truly, I tell you, the hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For just as the Creator has life in themselves, so they has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And they has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not be astonished at this, for the hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear God's voice and will come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. I can do nothing... The Gospel of God. Praise to you, precious Christ. God, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I believe in God, the Creator Almighty, who made heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, the Word incarnate, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, who suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, who descended to the dead, who on the third day rose again, who ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Creator, who will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your sovereignty come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against or forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O God, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O God, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O God, that there may be peace to your church and to the whole world. We entreat you, O God, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O God, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of St. John, St. Mary, St. Paul, and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O God. 
Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through the mercies of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Be our light in the darkness, O God, and in your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Give us grace, O God, to answer readily the call of our Savior, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, and to proclaim to all people the good news of Christ's salvation, that we and the whole world may perceive the glory of Christ's marvelous works, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead, we thank you for the blessings of the day that is past, and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours. Through the one who died and rose again for us, your word incarnate, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus, stay with us. For evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary, Bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. So a few thoughts on the, on the readings, and actually, I know you're going to laugh at this, but like not super long. So this is really a reminder that it's, it's not about the wealth, and I would say, um, related to that, it's not about the power that you have here on earth, that it's about God's power. And it, verse 5, I think we should hold on to, why should I fear in times of trouble when the iniquity of my persecutor surrounds me? Those who trust in their wealth and boast of the abundance of their riches. Truly, no ransom avails for one's life. There is no price one can give to God for it. I hear all too often about the wealthy using their wealth to harm the poor. And I think it is so unfortunate that our culture has gotten to the, this place where you can buy justice. Let's use air quotes for that. A result in the courts if you have enough money. You can buy health if you have enough money. 
insofar as you can pay for doctors, just like, you know, when we're talking about justice, you can pay for lawyers. And I, I know some people that have gone to great lengths and great expenditures to, for example, harm their spouses in divorce cases. And it's ugly, and I hate it, and I believe that God hates it. Let's just say God hates it. God hates it we are ugly to each other, and we use our money to hurt each other. What if all of that money was used for feeding and clothing and health care for the homeless? Like, it just, honestly, it, it disgusts me. And the way the system perpetuates itself disgusts me, too. So this is a great reminder that... that God trumps all that, that you can't buy heaven, you can't buy holiness, you can't buy redemption. I think there's a lot of work that we have to do in this country and in this culture about the things that you can buy and the way that's misused. But remember, God is bigger. So eventually, no matter how poor you are and how how few resources you have at your disposal. Man, something that that I have so much compassion for and my heart has been so softened for and I will never forget having lived through is what it is like to be without support and advocacy. What it is like to be in that place where you just feel disenfranchised and without resource. And I think that those of us who are awakened to this, we need to be the resources for the resourceless and may God's justice and God's healing and God's redemption work through us. But rest assured, the enfranchised that are abusing their wealth and power, that's not what lasts. They're not going to take any of it with them when they go, though Though they might count themselves happy because they've made that their goal and their idol in this life and they've used and abused it to get what they want in this life, God will have the final say. Those people are making themselves, as the psalmist says, just like animals that perish because they're investing in the wrong thing. They're not investing in what is lasting and true. And I, I guess I'm catching myself right now and realizing that I'm sounding pretty ugly and judgmental about um, not just wealthy people, period, but wealthy people that misuse their wealth to further oppress and harm the poor. But God, I don't want to sound ugly about that. So Lord, we know that your justice is true justice and true wealth is the blessing and abundance of your love. And so may we have our priorities straight. May we be unafraid of those who attempt to misuse what they have gained on this earth against us. And may we come to the rescue. May, may your rescue and redemption happen through us. May we be an avenue 
to you that you are the true resource. You have everything that we need, God. And, and may we guide others to you and may we fix ourselves upon you. Amen. All right, our gospel reading. This is kind of, in my mind at least, this is kind of a convoluted way of describing the relationship between God the Creator and God the Word incarnate. And I probably made it even more so because I'm trying to use more inclusive language and it's just a little bit of a struggle. And I can't really, I mean, I would love to, but I can't really at this point rewrite the whole Bible with inclusive language. So, um, about the gospel reading. So according to my commentary, this is Jesus' defense against accusations. So Jesus is claiming God's authority, not that authority himself. And I think we would do well to remember that ourselves, that the authority, that the power does not come from ourselves, but it comes from God. And that should be such a relief because if we try to, just like we were talking about, um, with respect to our psalm today, if we try to use our own authority and our own power, it is so easily twisted. And um, gosh, why am I at such a loss for words today? But it's so easily um, an entry point for, for sin. If I can say it plainly, I think I was going to use more like colorful, not cursing necessarily, but colorful language and that, paint a better picture than that. But we'll just use the, the simplified statement here. Um, and so I think too that The reminder about belief and unbelief and along with it, although it's not clearly stated in the text here, I think it's an inference that what we lack, including when we lack belief, is filled by the Holy Spirit. Like, it, it's all about doing our best, right? Intent. And God knows our hearts. God knows what we want. So even when we fall short, God provides what is missing. And including belief. So we don't come under, as verse 24 says, we don't come under judgment, but path, pass from pass from death to life. So I think it's really interesting that 24 talks about not coming to judgment. And then the following verses talk about the authority of Jesus to execute judgment. And he's calling those out of their graves. So I think this is interesting question here about those of us who came after Jesus, do we go right to heaven when we die? Or do we have to wait for the second coming to go to heaven? So do we bypass the judgment because our belief supersedes the judgment? I, I'm not sure. Like this is a lot of stuff that I really want to dig into at some point theologically. And I don't have a great answer for us now. But I do know that the answer to everything as we've been talking about is love and love of God and acting out of love of God. And when our hearts are joined to God's and we're really 
cooperating with God, when we're in community with God, we're really convicted for the good. Like it's hard to turn away from that and sin. And so I think we spend a lot of time worrying about whether or not we can lose salvation when I don't think that that is, I don't want to minimize, but I don't think that is as much of a concern. And I think too, that it's interesting here, the way that verse 29 describes the resurrection. So those are in the, in 28, those who are in their graves will hear his voice. They'll hear the call of Jesus and will come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. So it's still called a resurrection. Like they are still resurrected out of their graves. And so it, it, it begs another question, I think, about whether or not the condemnation is is permanent or is another phase of afterlife and there's potential there for for redemption as well. Like condemnation and redemption. And, and I really don't know. I don't have the answers to all these questions. And I know that, you know, in the back of our book of common prayer, there are answers to some of these, but I want to fully explore them with the help of the Holy Spirit and come to an understanding ourselves. And, and that's part of what I love about the Episcopal faith is that we encourage questioning. We encourage exploration. We don't expect our members to just eat what's shoved down their throats, for lack of a better way to put it. So there's a lot here to question, but I think an overarching message for us today is that earning heaven is not ours to do. Jesus has already won that for us. All it's asked for is belief. And we know that we as human beings have doubt. So we believe the best that we can. And the Holy Spirit fills in the rest. I just lost my, what my second point was. Sorry. And then that power and authority and all power and authority truly derive from God. And it's through God that we are made holy. It is not through, it is th not through our own efforts and it is not for us to judge. That is left very specifically for Christ. And so we hear, and I think we want to hear this, in, especially in the context of our conversation about self-compassion. It is not for us to judge ourselves either. It's not just not for us to judge others. It is not for us to judge ourselves. Christ is the only judge. Christ's opinion is the only opinion that really matters about us. And it, it overarchs anything that, that we, and, and we can feel so overwhelming here on earth. But what Christ has to say about us 
is far greater than any of that. And so that's what we're living for and striving for and, and moving towards and circling all the way back. When we are doing our best to live out the greatest commandment of love, we are necessarily within God's will. And regardless of what the world, evildoers, persecutors, however, whatever the attacking group is at the moment has to say about it, God's judgment for us is good. Jesus' judgment for those who live their lives out of love for Christ under the greatest commandment of love. we enter into the process of becoming holy. And we make a connection between the divine and the daily, between heaven and earth. So I'm sorry if I got kind of way out there for folks and if things have been kind of discombobulated. I'm working through a long day and tired and a pretty big headache and all the other stuff that you and I talk about all the time. But let's reassuringly take, us, take this with us tonight, that it's not ours to earn or lose. It's freely given by Christ. And we can rest with the peace that surpasses all understanding in Christ. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge and truth, knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.